Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun, and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking, and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about, but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we spoke with Anita, age 12, about what she would do with a brand new restaurant and how she'd design it. An intercontinental buffet came to mind, and we spent time planning exactly how we could make this dream work. If you had the money to, if you say had a million pounds, and your task was to open a new restaurant, what would it be like? How would you run it? What would it serve? Give me your vision for this brand new restaurant that you would create. Um, <coughs> sorry. So a million dollars is like a lot of money. So I would make it kind of like, a, probably like a buffet with different like world different types of food something that everyone can enjoy because some people go for specific sorts of restaurants so if you kind of get all of the different types of food in one that would be really good because a lot of people would go there to just get a bit of everything um, an intercontinental buffet yeah <laughs> okay uh, let's think about the kind of food we're having. This in. Give me some food cultures around the world that you would love to include. So we could have some like Chinese, Japanese, maybe like um, some from each country. Not every single country because that's kind of impossible. But um, maybe some of the more significant countries where people go to or like Thai and um Brazilian and different styles of food. And then it, it might be quite hard to ask, but how would you decorate the interior of this place that has um, pretty much every theme and culture under the sun in it? There could probably be like a, maybe little stools or like a row um, of like each with a flag of that country and um, just with some food like underneath the flag which would be quite big from that country and everything's labeled so that you, it's just like a grab and just go up and get the food like a world fair of food yeah i like that idea and you can see all the flags it'll be easy to tell where you're going like what you could go after um what about the atmosphere are we gonna put music in there are we gonna have it be kind of quiet um I think it's going to be quite like 
Well, hopefully. I think that's what everyone would want if they had a restaurant to be quite busy. But, um, like, the seating area would be quite large for, like, loads of people to just sit down. And um, maybe, like, a variety of music, just, like, from each place, just to make it really, like, diverse. Would we have, say, like little different eating sections so where they have different music? So you have yeah. a collection of tables where they're playing uh, some kind of K-pop uh, in one section where they're playing some kind of woodwind instruments and drums from, from completely different sections of the world. Yeah, that would, yeah, probably. So let's kind of map this out then. If we've got this big rectangular building, uh, is one side the food and one side the tables? Do we have like the food all around, like a big circle of stuff and the tables in the middle? How are we blocking this out in our mind? I think there would be like, there would be tables all around like the outside. And then in the middle, there'd be like a, like a circle of all of the different foods and you just walk in and go around just getting a bit of anything that you would like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe there would be like, Um, like depending on where you sit, different like bits of music around there. Okay. So we've got this big dream for this place. Uh, are we marketing it anyway, by the way? If we want to put maybe uh, signs outside or stuff like that, uh, how, how are we marketing this place? Do we have a name for it perhaps? Um, it, yeah, there could be like um leaflets and stuff that um you give out and to make it more I don't know to make it more accessible there could be like um a de- like a home delivery kind of thing for like more people to get it and um I haven't really thought of a name but um there could be like signs on the road and on billboards and stuff. So immediately we're opening up to like Deliveroo options to take it home. Yeah. I, it seems like this inclusivity and accessibility is very important to you. Yeah, because um, that's the main issue with why some people don't want to go to a restaurant because there could be a restaurant that they really want to go to, but it's like two hours away. So um, the more accessible it is, um, the better like sales would be and the more people could enjoy it because if it's nearby then it would be good and maybe it could have like loads of different branches is there i want to ask you something that might be uh, quite a difficult question to ask is there a purely money reason like a monetary reason for making it so inclusive that everyone would like or Um, is that because you feel like other cultures need to be represented? Is there like a drive that you want to have maybe a a personal and social aspect there? Do you think it's important to represent cultures in your in your this restaurant, perhaps? Um yeah, I think it would be good for like other people to just experience everyone's culture to try and make um like it be good to just be more diverse and to just understand what other people are like and what they do and what they eat and stuff so that everyone gets a different view and it gives people an opportunity to try new things 
and they never know they might find something that they really like from somewhere in particular so that would be really good I really like that viewpoint, being able to give everyone a little chance to try something new. A lot of people don't get to experience all these new things, but one of the most simple ways to introduce other cultures to people who don't understand them is through food, because everyone likes to eat, right? Yeah. <laughs> so let's say we had a smaller budget, dare say. If the budget was cut by maybe one-fifth, we only had maybe £20,000 to go with. Do you change your vision or do you try and do it, but on a smaller scale? Um, I would try and do it, but on a smaller scale, maybe a smaller building. And um, maybe if it's in somewhere smaller, put it in a more popular area so that everyone still does get a chance, like somewhere in London and um, or like in America. But just to generally like give everyone a chance. And maybe um, there wouldn't be as many cultures, so you just get maybe more of the um, popular ones, but there's still a bit of everything. Let's think about how we can build this on a lower budget. Where do you normally in your life get to experience other food cultures? Um, for me, London, definitely. Mm-hmm. And is it in restaurants? Is it on food trucks? Is it in little kind of stalls? Um, restaurants. Okay, so how, how would we, on a lower budget, kind of bring all that into our place? How do we kind of market and network to get them to work with us? Um, so it could be in, like, quite a big stall. Um, and maybe it would have to, um, there'd be, like, more, like, benches around it, make it more, um, rural and outside. Um... There, there could be, like, um, the food. I think maybe the food would just be underneath the stool and then, like, separately there would just be, like, benches around where you could eat and put it in, like, maybe a marketplace or something where some where people go to get new things anyways. Like a multicultural food park? Yeah. I really like that idea. A lot of little kind of food preparation stations all around, a bunch of benches good place to be able to go to mingle and try new things yeah i think that idea could really work i think that's that's something that uh people would enjoy going to what would be your, your ideal customer then do you want to bring in people who want to see their culture represented or do you want to bring in people who have never tried these things before what's more important to you a bit of both because maybe someone who misses um the food from the culture that they came from He's just looking for something that, like, makes it well and um, somewhere where they can try it because maybe not their, their culture isn't as popular. So it's just somewhere where they can go and kind of just um, um, eat what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. And what about our, uh, our uneducated people who don't know the other cultures? How, uh, how important are they to our business model? <laughs> Get a lot of people. And in who don't who haven't tried that type of food to try and get them to like um, try something new and to find like maybe a new taste or something that they really like that they have never tried before. It's very important. Okay, I think we have a lot of 
both social importance in this place because it makes you feel included and it introduces new things. But also I think there's a lot of money to be made there, which is good for a business. I think someone is going to have to take that idea and use it at some point. Yeah. And if it's not going to be you, then one of us on our team is going to steal it. <laughs> so there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.